Right, so last session we had that lovely, lovely circus that I totally didn't BS the most of. And it was a good time for everyone, a nice distraction from Anima's existential crisis. She's doing much better now, I'm assuming. And during the circus, you guys noticed there seemed to be some sort of recognition between Spectra and another member of the crowd. They're introduced as an old friend named Maria. And Maria has taken you all out for drinks. I think Ty has gone his separate way, and Shara and Ilvasar have gone back home, and like they left you with the key so you can get back in because it's not super late. And so you get in her car. It's a nicer car, but the doors seem to shut a lot heavier than they look. It's almost like they're meant to not look like they're as heavy as they are, or as sturdy as they are. Car gets parked and guides you along to a bar, and it's here in an area where there's several different bars and restaurants and shops. I want to say it's kind of near where you were shopping earlier, but it might be on, like, the other end or straight over. So it's near the downtown area. It's where a lot of people would go to, like, get drinks or go out to dinner. Seems pretty on the up and up. I mean, some places look like they might be a little seedier, but it all in all looks like a nice place. And she guides you into one of the bars. Lighting's a little dark. Anima, you've never been into a bar before, so interesting situation for you. But everything is mostly clean. Almost like real life. <laughs> Casey doesn't go to bars either. <laughs> kind of mentally basing it off of the sports bar my small group used to meet at Sunday afternoons. Gives me literally zero frame of reference. You realize that. No, yeah. it's just there's, there's some irony behind it. Kind of, you know, in cop shows and stuff, whenever the main character is going to meet a kind of shady side character who leads him off to a booth and like feeds him some information and all that kind of stuff, Picture something like that. Why you notice this? I don't know if Farida would notice this. I'm pretty sure Anima wouldn't. But as everyone's settling down into the booth, Maria kind of arranges it so Spectra has her back to the door. And so that she, Maria, can have a direct line of sight to the front door and where the windows are. She sits down, as everyone drinks, and she and Spectra start... Talking back and forth, just sort of catching up on some of the stuff that's been going on. She gives Maria a sort of brief rundown of there was a mission that went sideways, and so you're part of the crew now. She doesn't reveal a whole lot. I don't think she specifies that you're from the Federation. But she gives Maria the brief overview, and they're swapping stories back and forth. She gets everyone a round of drinks and you can either order your own or they'll suggest one for you. Like, it's it's not like trying to get drunk drinks. It's we're in a bar. Let's get something to drink. I'd probably get a beer. It's got beers. It's got some of the fancier stuff. It's got some good stuff on tap. It's not super high scale, but it's, it's nice and it's kind of comfortable. How's everyone kind of reacting to this different kind of strange situations? Like, do you look comfortable? Are you questioning Maria? What's going on? 
actually, as we walked in, I did want to see if, if I could kind of watch her actions and see if this is like a home base for her. Like, how relaxed and guard down is she, right? Is she acting like she's around a lot of people that she does seem pretty relaxed and she seems familiar with the people that work there so you get the feeling it may not be a home base but it's a place that she's comfortable with and as they're sitting down roll insight all right that's gonna be a 21. can i also roll insight for vi because yes you'd also be definitely paying attention to this yeah, and I imagine just sort of looking as we're going in, you would have seen all the stuff Farida did, but just sort of see what you notice as everyone is settling down into the seats. Got a 22. She seems very comfortable, but also you get the feeling she's watching for something. Keeping an eye out on something that's on the street. It doesn't feel like she's expecting something to come in. She's trying to keep an eye on something outside. And there's a brief moment when she's gesturing for Spectre to sit in the seat with the back to the window. And as Maria sits down in front of her, they exchange a glance like they've worked together before in possibly a little more covert situations. So one of those Spectre knows that Maria's doing something, but she's not questioning it right now. From where I'm seeing, can I also look out that window? Can Vi look out window? I mean, if it's a booth and they're sitting across from each other, I'm guessing it's possible that the three of us are on the inside, facing outwards with the chain. Some of you are going to be having to sit with your back to the window, or somewhere where you're not facing the window, but if, if you... I was just like, what do we lose? <laughs> Everyone? <laughs> It disappeared on me for a second. Okay. Oh, you're the one that disappeared. Okay, cool. That happened. I was gonna say that I could be the one that sits with their back to the window, because okay. doesn't make any sense. I am not gonna roll anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so just as they're chatting, like, Farida and Vi, you're able to look out the window, and you don't see anything in particular. Like, there's people what milling about from all different races and different styles of outfits to some that look more in casual clothes, others that look like they're clubbing, others that you're not entirely sure what's going on there, but they seem to be having a fun time. And there's like a couple of restaurants and another bar across the street, but you don't see anything that sticks out aside from the weird outfits where you're not entirely sure what's going on there. Can we see the car from our vantage point? Actually, there's probably like street parking or a little parking lot, so you can you can kind of see where the parking lot is. I don't know if you can see the car. Okay. But the street in front has been shut down for cars, so you probably kind of parked off to the side into the back just because how many people like to just sort of wander around and check out the different restaurants and go bar hopping and that kind of stuff so there's not any cars on the street you can still see the parking lot okay is there just one main entrance are there any side windows or side doors it's in a strip so there's not really any side windows because there's businesses on both sides but there's a lot of really big windows in the front you figure there's probably a back entrance through the kitchen 
and there's like signs pointing to where the restrooms are. So you figure like it's it's gonna have the standard entrance and exit that you'll be able to find. And I think one of the front doors is propped open a little bit, so you can hear some of the sounds from people outside. It's just like a kind of normal downtown street at nighttime after the circus. Like after the brief sort of catch up, they kind of start swapping stories about some of the crazy stuff that they used to get into doing jobs for people and you kind of get the feeling they're using some code words for things they're not spelling everything out but it's talking a lot about different sort of antiquities and weird people that they've worked with and stuff like that Does anyone have any particular questions they want to start out with or anything they want to talk about or ask probably doing mostly listening i have a question is tally there yeah, Tally's there too. I'm gonna say she's probably sitting with Spectra and Anima just so there's like an even number of people on both sides and she's pitching into the conversation some and she might embellish on some things, just sort of add in like, oh yeah, and they weren't kidding, it was crazy and so on and so forth. Some of it might be stories that you've heard before, something close to what you've heard before. I doesn't like this, I get the feeling. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Vi is, I mean, she's not antagonistic, don't get her wrong, partially because Spectra and Tally seem pretty comfortable, but no, Vi is not pleased with this situation. Sherida is in a very similar state of mind, watching the crowd, watching out the window, back to the door, or fr- uh, facing the door. <laughs> I did just roll to see if Spectra notices y'all's Unies. Got a nat 20, so she does. You both get a message on your semi-unit saying, take a deep breath, she'll explain in a minute. Just a brief little message from Spectra, and she kind of like makes eye contact with both of you and gets a reassuring nod. I just look at her with a very serious face and raise an eyebrow. I probably look at Spectra, but kind of blink. Not necessarily raise an eyebrow, but then, I mean... <laughs> Vi's probably going to try to hide it a little more at that point, but yeah, no, she's definitely still... The fact that Maria intentionally put Spectra at a more vulnerable position, especially since Spectra is also a specialist, is not... It doesn't give Vi a good feeling. Vi, roll me perception. Okay. 20. Not Nat. Okay, so when they were sitting down, Spectra specifically sat, like, at the end of the bar, so, like, she didn't argue when Maria sent him to position her some way. But she also got a drink that comes in a sort of reflective metal cup of some sort, and she's got it positioned so she can see the door in the reflection. So she's glancing down at the glass at least once in a while. Yeah, so she does, and she's also kind of watching Maria's reaction, because you can tell Maria's also kind of watching the doors, like she's waiting for something, and Spectra's not pushing. And also, from the stories they tell, you can tell they've worked together for a while, and been in some hairy situations before, so you know to sort of trust each other, and just kind of go with it to a certain extent. Let's see. Vi would probably then, once there's sort of a lull... Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what question to ask first. Maria's also after a bit. She might kind of 
start asking you guys sort of about so what is it that you all do? I should clarify, while we were in the actual car, which I assume had rather dark windows and it was nighttime, I did take my face off and put it back on whenever we came, came out to the bar. So she does know who I am. I feel like that would be relevant. Yeah, when you did that, one of her eyebrows raised and just kind of there's a moment of both shock and amusement at this. Like, okay. And I probably explained what I do. <laughs> In that case, she's probably asked, nodding more towards Vi and Anima. I don't know if you guys would have said much about what you do. Well, um, I'm a jeweler by trade. I make jewelry for normal wear as well as for artifice purposes. Like this. And I point at the collar. Yes. I helped make that, at least parts of it. Maria just kind of nods and looks at Spectra and Spectra says, She's rather like the friend who made me those earrings. Do you remember him? Oh yes, of course I remember him. He's quite fun to work with, and this should, should work out well. And you, my dear? He says, looking at you, Anima. Also, did Anima get a drink? If she did, it was water. She probably got some, like, snack stuff that's sitting on the counter, and I probably aren't entirely sure exactly what it is. But if you try it, it tastes good. I don't know what typical bar snacks are, but it's like a little sort of finger food thing that's... Like nuts, yeah. cra uh, crackers, pretzels. Yeah. Just something like that. Me? Yeah. Oh, generally I hit things very hard and forget. Those are the two things I seem to be good at right now. <laughs> well, you're also very good at cooking, Anima. You enjoy that very well, very much. Uh oh, yeah, I guess I do that too. Interesting. Hopefully, won't he won't need a whole lot of that. Roll perception, everyone who's kind of actually, yeah, just roll perception, everyone, because even Anima, you are looking at her. Perception, 17. Uh, let's see, this dice was nice to me last time. 16. Okay, so you all notice that there's like a brief flash in her eyes and everyone who rolled higher than 15, she kind of stiffens slightly. Maybe it's more of like, kind of like a perk up a bit. It's like when someone who's been kind of waiting for something sees it finally happen. And Spectra also notices this and she's like, so, are you close to telling us exactly what we're doing here? Yes, she says this. She checks the reflection in the cup. Races. Oh, yes, of course. I was just waiting for a certain someone to leave his establishment. It's a long story, but my ship was stolen recently, and I believe that an old friend of ours, she says, looking at Spectra, may have some information on. Who might have my ship? Of course, I can't really go up and ask him, because we're not on the best of terms. But, turns out, the luck is on our side. He's got some business to attend to on the outside of town. I was wondering if perhaps one or all of you would be 
interested in helping me get that information. Spectra is very intently watching the glass, like she's trying to figure out who exactly it is. I would like to look over there as well. I would as well. I'm not going to because that would probably involve me turning around and being obvious, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. There's a reason Spectre's using the cup. And I think at some point Maria just like casually slides a mirror across that's going to be easier to use. And so she takes that and starts looking. But Farida and Vi, you see the bar across the street, which kind of looks like a more exclusive kind of ritzy place. It's probably not going to be really open and active for another couple of hours at least. I think we decided it's about 8 or 9 o'clock. There's a man in a very nice-looking suit surrounded by guards that are it's about, you know, average height for a human. Those guards are ashen-forged, and they're huge and could probably break him in half. And there's a line of cars, and you can see, like, people are sort of scattering out of the way because, like, the cars aren't moving, but they know they're about to. It's two cars, one that's smaller and sleeker and one that's a little larger. And as you watch, the man starts to load up into the car. And you hear Spectra swear under her breath. I don't know what language she swears in. Y'all find... Actually, I think she swears in Kesh. You don't know what she said, but you can tell it's swearing. I mean, would Vi potentially... <laughs> At least a couple, maybe? Actually, yeah. No, given stuff... <laughs> I wouldn't say that you're fluent in cash, but you probably no. between backstory stuff and uh, the language lessons, you know the basics. And she was definitely swearing, and it's one of those. It was basically the cash version of shit. Is that the friend of yours? Spectre just looks up at Maria with a kind of "You've got to be kidding me" look, and she's like. Are you sure he has what you're looking for? Yes, unfortunately, it's the main reason I'm on this planet, and I do realize that you're unfortunately not going to be much help. I do believe you're still not allowed in any of his establishments after the last time, but I was hoping Talia or perhaps your friends here could provide a distraction while I get business taken care of. What kind of a distraction are you looking for? Nothing big. I see someone there, bouncer perhaps, who has a keycard I could use, or I think most of a couple of the people there should have a keycard. You can give me that and then keep everyone's attention and make sure no one goes to the back office until I'm done. Hopefully it won't take me too long to find whatever it is I'm looking for. Inspector response. Can keep an eye out from here and let you know if he's about to return. Wonderful, darling. Do you have any information about the inside of the place, or do you want us to do this distraction out in the street? It just seems a little risky to do it out there. Oh no, I've been in there before. Like I said, we've done business. He's just... She looks for a second like she's trying to think of a good word. He's an asshole. And he's been rather uppity. I would rather not deal with him because he would make me pay out the nose for information. So, 
I do know the layout. I know where the office is, and I know how to get into it. Hacking this computer is going to be child's play. I just could use some distraction, because I would rather him not know I was there. You can just keep people busy inside of the bar. Okay, keep them busy in front of the bar. Is there a security system that we would need to be concerned about? Or are you going to take care of that as well while you're in the office? I can take care of that as well. And she said inside of the bar. Okay, inside of the bar. So basically, it's you can just be the annoyingly chatty patrons who are there before everyone else gets there. Just keep everyone distracted. And this particular individual also deals in some less than savory things, so I'd also be able to get some information on parts of his network. Make his life hell. Spectre just gets a grin. Ugh, I definitely like the sound of that. What is in there besides a bar? Is it only a bar? Is it a sort of um, casino place or gambling den? What? is that establishment exactly it's one of his less interesting establishments which is why i'm choosing to take care of my business there guilty's pretty light it's mostly where the fancy socialites go to drink very expensive liquor and wine and whatever else will he can trick them into thinking is the next big foreign exotic thing but as guilty's lighter there and as the business doesn't really pick up until early in the morning. Fortunately, I don't know exactly how long he's going to be gone for his meetings, so... Are you all comfortable with this? Hopefully it's just going to be you... Getting drinks and chatting with the gods and... Distracting them for a little bit. Low risk, high reward. How many guards are there? have an approximate number? Would they all be by the bar? I mean, we don't want to do something that would get us kicked out, necessarily. Because once we leave, they'd be back on and you'd have to figure out another way out. Yes, that would be rather annoying. There's usually one god towards the back, and I think he employs a bouncer as well. There might be a couple of wait staff, but... I wouldn't worry too much about them. Like I said, they mostly serve more ritzy people, the more established. You would be a good distraction, just straight towards Verda. But I also understand if you would rather not. Oh, my face is not on the agenda tonight. However, I do have some ideas. It's fair enough. I would never make someone feel themselves in such a way. Well, I also feel like the nuclear option is a little bit uh, excessive for what you're looking for. It is true, but it would certainly be a shock, a shock to them. Be a pretty big distraction. <laughs> mm. Yes, the kind of distraction that would uh, call attention to someone trying to make a distraction. No, in no way does fair to have to reveal herself for this at all. She won't be. In, in fact, she's going to pull out her phone and tap around on it for a little bit and you'll see like a circle of of pink light light up around the the phone and then she's just gonna hold it up like a mirror and then the people sitting on my side of the table are going to see her scrolling through faces of different people and 
she's going to stop on one of the musicians that she actually bought the record of back at the record store. And she's just going to tap that and you'll see the circle like expand a little bit and then shrink back inside the phone and you'll feel a little pulse of the magic stuff as her eyes do the glow or, or blue glow. And the illusion of the earrings is going to waver just a little tiny bit and then it's going to solidify again. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Your DM loves this plan. Rhea just kind of nods at you approvingly. It's been part of my loadout since day one. I never counted on having the earrings. They're just useful. So does Farida now look like that musician? No, she looks like fake Farida. Well, okay. Because the earrings will override whatever it is that you look like to me. However, if she were to tap her earrings, she would probably not look like Farida when Okay. <laughs> yes. Could be interesting, and perhaps you anima composes a bodyguard. That's what I, exactly I was thinking, yeah. The best disguise is the one you don't even need to use. Lita, are you good with computers? Get the feeling she's asking if you're a hacker. I can uh, get around on them. I have some experience with them. Why? Is there anything in particular you were thinking? Aside from the fact that it would go much faster, we could probably get some more useful tidbits working together. And with the both of us, we may not even have to get a keycard. I mean, I can try. Tally perks up. Hey, maybe I can like be the distraction that helps you get. I get. I can help y'all um, get in the door. I can be the fangirl. I'm good at that. This is true. Flashback Tally fangirling. <laughs> You've seen how good she is at fangirling over Farida. Yep. Over several things. Yep. We're gonna be entirely honest. <laughs> yeah, she's just she's just a very ha- like kind of happy-go-lucky person. I'm excited teenager that I did not intend to create, but I made the decision and I'm sticking with it. So far, the fan sentiment role seems to be anima. But to be fair, everyone did just meet Tali. I made a fan favorite character for a little bit. That feels good. <laughs> that won't disappear because they still haven't heard that. The most recent series of reveals. No, they haven't. And there's more stuff that Casey doesn't even know about. That even Casey doesn't know about. Casey doesn't know about things. Anima knows an entire language that Casey doesn't know what it is yet because the theme has not decided yet. (laughs) 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 Yeah, the Ash and Forge are supposed to know the language of their, like, former life, but Prometheans only speak common and we already- I already know common, so... Mm. I mean... She lived five years in one place before stuff happened, so who knows what language you could have learned. Your DM certainly doesn't yet. Looks like we have a plan then. Shall we go? Okay. Vector, do you mind keeping the table for us? Of course, this would be my pleasure. As long as the drinks go on your tab. Maria doesn't really respond. She just kind of like waves off. It's like, let's go on then, shall we? Perhaps the two of you 
looking at fair dynamo should go in first and then Eileen and I can go in second or the other way around up to you what do you think would work for relevancy have you told us the names of the musicians that I was uh, buying stuff from EM has not planned that far into the world all right feel free to make that up hmm let's say Farida should I think have had enough time to at least research them a little bit if oh yeah and their names would have been next to their their faces as she was pulling it up you can pick that because that's okay. kind of fair to see in your character your corner of the world okay I'm gonna go with Angelina Germanata <laughs> I was like actually here's an idea Maria and Vi, you guys can kind of slip in first. Then you two go. Running a fair to an anima. And then when you take your face off, I can come in and start freaking out. Or I could just come in and, if we need a distraction, you can take the face off and I can start freaking out. They could usher me into the bar to keep me away from you. I say it as a joke, but also it would totally work. <laughs> Then they might usher you into the office, which is problematic. Fair. If they leave us in the office, we can fish around. I'm not sure they'd leave you alone in the office. Oh, absolutely not. I can be either persuasive or forceful. It is a private quarter, after all. Perhaps let's try letting the hackers go in first, because I feel like they can get more information faster. Sure. Yeah, I don't know anything about computers. No, you don't. You know of. I don't have a negative in it anymore. But I also don't have a plus, so. Yeah. I have a rather fair score in computers. Let's, let's try giving the hackers a shot. Unless you would like to try and hack something, Farida. No. Or you could just be really distracting and annoy, and annoy the guards. As much as I have faith in my abilities, I have a faith in certain abilities more than Yeah. <laughs> so it's decided then by you're going in with Maria to sort of get through the back door. And then the rest of you are going to go in as distraction. And Spectra is just going to sit by herself at the bar and drink stuff. As we head over across the street, I will send a mental missive to Spectra saying... Don't worry, I have a feeling you're going to get some excitement, too. Here's Bones back. It's never dull. Oh boy. Okay. So, Maria, are you and I going through the back? Normally, I don't suppose they usually let people in through the back, so we may need to self around, is that correct? No, it's just planning on walking in through the front door. And if we get caught coming out of it, we could just pretend like we were trying to find the bathroom, or if we could come up with some excuse for being where we are that makes them extremely uncomfortable. Alright then. Well, between the both of us, we could just knock them out to make them think we were just trying to rob the register. Hopefully none of us will be necessary, but yeah, just go in the front door, shall we? Anima, let's take, let's take a lap around the block so that the front door's guards forget who we are. They probably noticed us walking before. Alright. They shouldn't be paying too much attention there. This place doesn't start seeing action until very early in the morning. Not exactly my favorite place, but still do. 
as she says that, she kind of, like, walks in through the front door. And also, as she's walking, she just kind of, like, fiddles with her necklace. As you watch, it's, like, her facial features have changed slightly. Like, not a whole lot, but, like, just enough to where she doesn't look exactly the same. When she sees you looking, she just kind of winks and walks in the front door. Hmm, alright. I follow her. When you walk in, you see there is a bar against one wall, like... This place is like very clean and sleek. Ground floor isn't that wide, but you can see a staircase leading up. So you figure these are multi-story buildings. So you figure that all two or three floors go with this bar. So there's probably a lot more party space beyond just sort of the front entrance. There's also a door on the side that looks like it could possibly lead to the next building over. I get the feeling like this is usually a pretty packed party place, but and there's like a couple of people sitting around. It's like mattering of people, the people like eating dinner. It's the people that go to the sports bar for early dinner or something. They're just there because the food's good or because they like the drinks. And Maria just kind of walks over and settles down at a table that is close to. Actually, it's close to this rather unremarkable piece of wall, and she just kind of sits down with her back pointed towards that wall. It's kind of near the hall where the hallway to the restrooms are. And she just like pulls up the menu and starts looking at it. There's a waiter behind the bar that's dealing with a couple of people who doesn't seem to be paying you a whole lot of mind, and the bouncer just kind of Usually looked at you, nodded, and just kind of kept staring off into space. Do you follow? Yes. And then once we sat down, I also opened my menus, and then my menu. There's only one menu. And then once we settled down for a second, I mental missive Maria. I think this is invisible. It's definitely silent. I don't think there's like a visual part of it that people would notice. Even if there was, if there's like you sort of having to mouth the words, it might just look like you're reading the menu to yourself. Waiter starts to come up and Maria just kind of shoes them away and they just shrug and go back to what they were doing. Okay, so I mental missive Maria. So exactly where is this office that you're talking about? Did mental missive do pictures? No. You see the eyebrow raised just a hair, and then she just kind of nonchalantly not like nods that well behind her, and you get a mental missive back. Very clever at hiding the door, but hopefully it shouldn't take too long to crack it. Okay then. I've got break it with you. Yes. I'm just assuming Violina never leaves without it. Yeah, she'd probably have it relatively hidden because having like a glass cutter, lock picks, and a code breaker is very uh, suspicious. I just imagine anyone who had to give her really, really, really through a pat down would just be finding stuff in weird places. Like a lot of stuff shoved in her shoes. You've had practice hiding things so people can't steal it. Yeah. It might have actually even been something your mentor kind of helped you figure out was places to hide things where even if you're getting a pat down, they're probably not going to notice. You've got it cleverly hidden. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
Also, Tali's probably taken some time to upgrade yours to more Alliance specifications, so it'll work faster. That was part of why y'all had such a hard time getting into the shuttle until Spectre started messing with it. That, and I rolled terribly. That I remember. I'm giving narrative reasons for terrible dice rolls. Okay. And also, then Vi was very distracted by so much suspicion. <laughs> yeah. Five or ten minutes pass, and Erda, Anima, it's your turn to come in, and Tully's gonna come in a little bit after you. Actually, no, I think she probably came in and sat somewhere else, sort of following Maria and Vi. She's probably like sitting at the uh, sitting at the bar, chatting with someone. So we'll come back around. In a shocking move of subtlety, I'm just gonna walk through the door. I'm not gonna change my face. I've fallen into like a bodyguard position, a couple paces behind her. Like bodyguards trying to be subtle about being a bodyguard. Kind of. Roll me a performance check. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, okay. <laughs> this is mostly just for fun. That's an 11. People eye you. And then they kind of look over fair to like, they're trying to figure out what important person she is, but it's like they can't quite figure out. So fair to, you have like a 14 passive perception, right? It's 12 actually, for some reason. <laughs> Didn't we decide that was wrong? No, I did the math. That's right. You know, just sort of getting some physical looks like people are trying to figure out who you are, but they don't seem all that interested. I slow down to be affiliated to her and will gesture towards one of the tables kind of in the back corner. In the corner opposite to where Vi and Maria are sitting? Yes, yes. Okay. So you settle in your seat and the waiter just kind of wanders over and is like, Well, Dory guy. He looks younger than Vi, like the Eldori equivalent of like 18 or 19, and I think we decided Vi looks like she's mid to late 20s-ish? Sounds about right, yeah. And Vi, if you look at this guy, you can estimate he probably is about mid to late 20s-ish, literally. He just comes and says, hey, what can I get you? Hey there. Well, we're just warming up, so could you get me this beer? I named the brand of beer that I had previously in the other bar. We're just getting ready for the night. Dang, you're a little early for most of the fun stuff. I think I should be kicking something on upstairs. I'll let you know when they do. And wanders off. Thank you. You see the person behind the bar who's just glaring daggers at him briefly before returning to their polite conversation with Holly like, that's not how we do it here. Eh, you'd be surprised with charming Well, it was more of a, ooh, that's bad customer service. So he kind of wanders off, and like, you see, like, a couple more people are starting to filter in and start kind of taking up the attention of the barkeep and the bouncer at the front's busy checking on stuff. Takes a couple minutes, but the waiter brings you a drink and anima he's just gonna bring you water cool okay pretty clear designated driver well get that and obvious bodyguards to what is probably daughter of one of the really really rich people around here oh even better 
Yes, fill in the gaps. Fill in the gaps. <laughs> that is the most logical thing that they would assume because there's like a pretty affluent neighborhood nearby. That's what I'm going for. I'm going for the several levels of deception here, which is the less information you give, the more information the subject is you can pick up. Yeah, would it fair to get so good at hiding shit? I mean, she's had to hide her magic abilities for her entire life. Yeah, your parents probably sat you down for a good talk after um, a very, very nice Federation official came to ask questions because it was when your powers had just kicked in. And she's also friends with Lyleena. Just absorbed it via osmosis. <laughs> she's pretty smart. She can figure out stuff. Back over to Valina and Maria, and you see her looking around, and what are you doing while you just kind of wait to see what she does? I would probably send another mental missive to Maria, saying if there's a specific point in time that you want Ferda to start, just let me know. I can missive her as well. As you say that, she just kind of, like, gets up and stretches and, like, walks over. I think there's, like, some sort of music thing next to the piece of wall that she kind of indicated as the door. So she walks up to that and just gives a subtle gesture for you to kind of follow her. She stands in a way that kind of, like, blocks that certain section of the wall from the view of some of the others. Okay, as I see her moving towards the door, I mentioned Seferda, saying, Hey, we're starting now. Okay, I'm going to keep my eye out, and I'm not going to cause a ruckus until, like, the last moment that we need a ruckus. So, like, no preemptive ruckus. If y'all are successful at being sneaky, we can probably delay how long we can wait before backup starts to arrive. So if anything starts to go wrong, sound off. Okay, we'll do. Y'all weren't expecting to be robbing a bar tonight. Debating making this casino. I was like, eh, it's two oceans, eleven. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on board the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna Toiber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. Victor, I'm playing Verida the Promethean. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Vilina Sorel the Eldori with music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.